Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. Oh no, no more leftover lunches for me. Three was plenty. It's episode number <laughs> 220. Hello, Tony Lloyd. How are you? Merry um, Christmas for the other day. And to you, sir, I, I was excited to see where that was going to go and I was wondering wh- in what way it would work back to word plenty. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm yeah, pleased it go. did. That makes me feel somehow clever. The only other thing I'd come up with was the um, firm, of, firm of solicitors in May to December was Semple, Calendar and Henty. I mean... I think yours was better. I just... I mean, I'll use that next time we come round to the number <laughs> 20, if you like. I, That's fine by me. I think I like we've it. had... More mileage than it deserved already. To be <laughs> <Yes>. honest, <laughs> oh, people have turned off fifty-six <laughs> seconds in already, haven't they? One the less, one person um, who is old will be going. Ha, 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 I remember that. Yeah, <laughs> very much. How are you? How has your festive week been? It's been good. I had a lovely wander with my daughter on on Boxing Day, which was nice because I haven't seen her for ages because of. Obviously, plague and shielding and all that kind of thing because of my feeble lungs. And one of the key features of of the whole not going anywhere thing for me is that I can't go inside places because the air might kill me. So that means I can't go very far because I can't go in public toilets. Basically, that is the rules we've Mm. been trying to stick to in an attempt to keep me alive. So we had this lovely walk and... Obviously, it was a fair way from home still to drive first, and I obviously needed to wee, but that's fine because it's the countryside, isn't it? So I found the shrub, oh, no. and and I did a big wee while uh, my other half and daughter carried on on their walk, and then I turned round and there was a group of old ladies waiting for me to finish so they could pass. So that was fun, oh. but fun at my expense for everybody else anyway. Oh, um, dear. Festive. I felt much better though, but no, it was the worst moment of my life. Well, it wasn't, but it was. It was pretty horrific. A big festive wee. That's that's what happened there, isn't it? it Very good. There's the episode title. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Very Uh, good. uh, How are you? How's your festive period? Oh, you know, standard. Um, Having got a daughter whose birthday is shared with the twenty fifth of December. Um, it did mean that. So how we how we do it is that she gets to choose like the food and stuff we have on Christmas yeah. on her birthday, and then we do like the Christmas lunch and that on Boxing Day. Um, so my Christmas lunch was cheesy pasta That's and garlic bread. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, 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 that is lovely. It was lovely. Yeah. She she had a had a very good time. Um. Although, as I said to you before we recorded, today we went out on a bike and she fell in a puddle. And that mm. was not very good, bless her. No. i tell you what has been mixed, on. mixed in terms of results, has been this, this week for for our lovely friends over at Stoke City Football Club. <laughs> <laughs> that was awful. What was it? Mid midweek, a three-one loss to Tottenham Hotspur. We are now out of the League Cup, and then <laughs> Boxing Day result: a nil-nil against Coventry. It's winter's. It, it's it's odd. Winter is slowly just knocking the hell out of us, but somehow we haven't like been destroyed 
this winter. Mm-hmm. It, to say to say we are, um, I don't know, using just like anyone and his dog to play for us now. It's um, mm. it, it's it's. I mean, it's not been the most memorable Christmas. I, I my 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 memory. One of the, like social media memory things came up and of last year's Boxing Day game where it was the mm. last-minute winner against Sheffield Wednesday. No such mm. grand memories this year. I'm sure the match against Coventry will uh, will probably not be remembered by the end of next week, let alone the end of the season. Some three-word reviews from said game. Uh, we have should have won, processes progress, Campbell wins that, Joe Allen returns. <laughs> <laughs> from Tom Thrower, Joe Allen Good. Interesting. Uh, nothing without Ty. <laughs> uh, we defend well. Welcome back, Joe. Joe is back. Play Just play for Linden. Uh, should have scored. Another clean sheet. Um, and Fletcher really poor. Yeah, um, yesterday's, uh, yesterday's game then, Tony. I, like, yeah. Uh, how did you feel? It was. It both games were all right, really. Gary McAllister's Coventry City was all right. It was there was a lot of discourse on the internet, which has kind of been touched on by those reviews as well um, about how it wasn't good. Um, and I dare I say there was probably some merit on both sides of that argument because um, we we created a fair bit and we did dominate, but we didn't manage to finish. Brackets, Josh Tymon would have scored that. Close brackets. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think some of the issue is the fact that we only used one sub, which that automatically feels like it's a waste. Like Regardless of any of the detail or who or who's playing or what, it's, if we've got five, mm. you feel like fresh legs would make a difference somehow. And I think everybody wants to see Verlinden play because he's exciting. Um, but we... We were still creating chances to the end, and we obviously missed Tyrese Campbell. And Fletch was having probably his first not very good game for us, but mm. so be it. I don't know. I mean, our away defensive form is amazing. We're yeah. one minute away, is it, from a record not conceding uh, five hundred and some in minutes? I should have written it down. Uh, I'll say five hundred and four, but that's probably wrong. But next week at Ewood Park. If we manage not to concede in the first minute, we'll have broken the longest ever Stoke away record number of minutes for not conceding a goal, which is, again, I should have written that down as well. I think it was for late <laughs> 60s. But basically, with no fit players, we're still in a our nice position, aren't we? Pacing ourselves just behind the front runner. There's, there's a, a nice horse racing analogy that I don't know the words for. But if you've watched horse racing, you know what I mean. You can just picture us sort of sat there nicely looking a bit unstressed and hopefully we don't fall over and end up having like, screens put around us in, in the, <laughs> the latter part of the season. No, um, was... <laughs> but, yeah, and on the subject of likeable animal comparisons, Joe Allen being our one sob, um, I think we've said it about three weeks running, haven't we, that it's kind of interesting to see which Joe Allen we get under Michael O'Neill. He's got short hair, but he's got the beard, so it's kind of a hybrid Joe Allen at the minute. Not sure what to make of that. Um, obviously, I, I still want more of Josh Time, and obviously it feels like it's been a lean week for me. When, when you say we're, we're playing everybody and their their dog, apart from Josh Time. And... <laughs> but still, oh, it's not probably... about that, is it? 
and I'm sure there'll be opportunities with with uh, how our players just keep keep dropping. It certainly mm. there was a few in the Coventry game where people would go down, and you just think if if such and such gets hurt, <laughs> who on earth do you bring on? Because <laughs> we yeah. just what have we got? What have we got left? Um, no, as you as you rightly point out there, um, defensively. You've got to like look at it from where we were before Michael O'Neill came along. And I know that people are, again, rightly maybe, have criticisms over the fact that we <coughs> aren't scoring and all that stuff. But in terms of a, a, a tightening up the ship and making us more defensively sound, compared to where we were, like we are... A, a brilliant defensive unit and to say that this is a defensive unit still made up of players who were in like their first season in the championship some first proper season it's it's awesome it's it still feels to me like this is like a hodgepodge squad like muddling together results and that you like it's just a case of we're, we're hanging on in and hanging on in there which is awesome considering where we are like yeah definitely it's it's difficult obviously it's difficult obviously we want to see more we want to see more attacking football you want to see goals going in but the situation we're at is that there's quite a lot of um a lot of injuries injuries one player i would like go go on oh i was i was gonna make a very long-winded argument um related to the spurs game but we're actually um year on year improved on when we came down mm. based I mean the whole Spurs game was a bit of a throwback in some ways because the national TV broadcaster commentary team had obviously just read that Michael O'Neill athletic article and hadn't watched Stoke at all since 2018 <laughs> so they were still saying all exactly the same things but interspersed with weird random bits of colour about Michael O'Neill going to the Lake District to talk to people <laughs> but they put out a very strong side against mm. what we had fit from mostly our second string. Um, there was also that bit where Josh Tymon was stripped to come on and then didn't, which is the second time that's happened. But uh, Andy Lonergan as well. Yes. I, I put a pin well, in that. Or Andy Eonergan, if you go by, is definitely not fake Twitter handle. That's definitely him. <laughs> Although I was gonna say, just on on that on that Spurs game, as you they they put out a very strong team, we put out what we could, and I think the the quality of the of the difference in teams like showed through by far. But I don't think we embarrassed ourselves in any shape or form. I I think that the. <laughs> The players should definitely just be proud of the performance they put together because some of the quality of those Spurs goals, like some of the finishing, was like, oh, you, you, I watched it and I was like, yeah, you, you won't see finishing like that in the championship. It's just different. Like they yeah. have genuinely world class, or if not world class, very close to world class talent in that squad. Like you can't can't argue with the result yeah. they they are a better team but i certainly do not think that um that we were i don't know bad at all no absolutely that's the argument i'd forgotten i was starting with um which was basically i think we probably played better against them on wednesday or whenever it was than in our last <laughs> few appearances against them when we were still in the same league yes um and and yeah we know the quality they've got 
in in their team because ninety seven percent of our fantasy Premier League teams <laughs> are rammed full of those exact players. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. It, it was yeah. all right. <laughs> exactly. You can't you can't complain. I think more compl- I I have more complaints about the um the who is it we played and bought Coventry. See I've forgotten the game already. Coventry, yeah. Forgotten the game already. I, I yeah, I have more complaints about that because it was such a just a nothing game than the the Spurs one. But it, as, as I say, I'm. I feel very, I, I don't know. I I just don't. I can't get myself emotionally angry about not us not scoring when we're being defensively sound and we're doing better than I expected us to do this season. <laughs> like I genuinely expected us this season to be a slight improvement on last season, but for it to just be meh. Just middle of the road, middle of table, um, that type of thing. I don't actually know where we where we where we are. Let me. Where are we in the table these days? Uh, top off. <laughs> should we Should we have a look? Let's, I'm going to say eighth, but, but uh, that might have been before. You could be. You could be right. What, no, oh. show me the table. We're in seventh. We're in seventh place. Yeah. Seventh place on thirty four po- on thirty four points as well. Like I just want to point out, not that we are. This isn't to say we we will win, but we're still only the nine points off top. There is a lot <laughs> still to play. I'm not saying, and I'm, I'm genuinely not saying that we are going to to catch that up or whatever. But there's there's not much in it at that's, all. That's an average of one point six points per game. I'm going to say. Well done. That's all right. <laughs> I'll just believe you. That I mean, you could have just made that up, but I will believe you. So well, why not? I, I was expecting Tom. We were expecting Tom, but Tom's not available. So I'm trying no. to fill in for him. That's, well, this, that's <laughs> the best I've got. This is exactly ex- <laughs> well. Thank you, thank you for doing your best Tom impression. Um, so, <laughs> so yeah, it's 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 all right in the end of the world. We're so again, we just. I feel I need to reiterate: we're doing better than we were, and they're certainly doing better than I expected us to do. Mm. Oh, I don't know. I'm, I'm just. It's it's difficult because there is that game yesterday. There is not a lot to talk about. Joe Allen returning. That's yep. a big thing, uh, and that's probably the only real takeaway. Um, what did you think of seeing him back? Apart from the fact that he's a hybrid Joe Allen. I I can't really remember that much about it. I think I was just knackered <laughs> to be honest. But also the yeah. game didn't help. Um, but I I was already on the Joe Allen hype train from just before he got injured so I remain excited to see what he does um, but I wasn't quite excited enough to pay proper attention to him doing it yesterday um, <laughs> but no I mean he looked, he looked tidy um, he circulated the ball a bit Jordan Thompson had a bit of a he was not having the best game after scoring his first goal on Wednesday. I'm going to keep saying Wednesday. It was on Wednesday, wasn't it? The Spurs game was it Tuesday? I have no idea. I have honestly, what, I have no idea. In the midweek, the mid his midweek first goal for Stoke against Tottenham. Yeah, of all people. So yeah, um, he just he he wasn't his best game. Um, but yeah, but Joe Allen looked excitingly clean cut. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Do you know who else I think is really doing quite, at least has impressed me of late? Jordan Cousins. Yes. I think yeah. he's been very good of late. Um, and yeah, it's nice It's nice to have players that I actually like 
for once. Really? That's the thing. Uh, yeah, I think gradually this squad of mostly the people I hated 18 months to two years ago for not doing what lovely Nathan Jones was telling them. Um, <laughs> I like almost all of them lots. Uh, James Chester, for mm. example, who's mm. suddenly gone. Because he was really good like three years ago, four years ago. <laughs> Everyone said, obviously didn't watch him, but um, and then he wasn't, didn't look that good for us for ages. And then the last few games, he looks really good, and it's like, okay, that's yeah. nice. And he did that lovely interview where he just sounded really nervous and quiet, and he'd been made <laughs> captain, and he was obviously just really happy about it, and it was lovely. So, yeah, more of that. Um, wholesome Stoke players, uh, lots of wholesome Stoke players on Twitter in the last few days signing shirts for people as well. Mm, that's, that's been quite. Quite nice, isn't yeah. it? How very festive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I honestly like. I, I feel bad because this episode there is no. I don't feel like I'm. I'm conveying the usual uh, willful enthusiasm of a podcast, but like, it was just all right. Maybe it's the tiredness of Christmas kicking in, but it was just there's nothing much happened. A week where nothing much happened, apart from getting knocked out the. The League Cup. I suppose the... the let, right, let me... Hang on, hang on, Tony. <clears throat> let I'm me jump on. into... I'm jumping into enthusiastic uh, presenter mode. Oh, Tony! Shit. Hang on, let me drink some box, box phase in preparation. It's, it's all right. Let me play with a slinky mm. that I've got. Oh, no! Ooh. I disappeared on the Zoom call, Tony! <laughs> I've turned into my background image. Oh, oh sorry. I, it's I've a got... good background image, but still. Yeah, colourful slinky. Colourful slinky. Plasticky, so you don't get caught in the, like, stuff caught in the metal bits, which can this, pinch. I know this is a good... This is a going... It's going well, this podcast, mm. when we're talking about a slinky. No, enthusiasm. Tony. Yes. Realistically... Yes. What are your hopes for Stoke in 2021? Ooh. Um same as before really. If we if we have an all right season in finish in the top half it counts as progress to me. Lots of people will complain definitely. And I think partly the nature of this season is it's just weird because we're playing every 20 minutes. <laughs> so there's fitness issues and obviously we've had the worst injury crisis we've ever known, which we sort of got used... For years, we got used to people just not getting injured, mostly. Um, with a few exceptions, we were always pretty robust for our yeah. the spine of our team. But, yeah, we I'd like to see more young, pacey, Humberside-born, left-footed players um, starting games. Uh, I'd like to see... I mean, we either... We're down and it's nil-nil or one-nil, mm. or we score four. So I don't know what <laughs> what what do you ask for? Could could we score two more often? I'd quite like us scoring four sometimes though, and that was happening before Campbell came in regularly as well, wasn't it? Really, um, thinking do... back to the Hogan and and Greggy peak era. Do you think there are? No, let me rephrase. If the with the January window opening soon in a matter of days it will slam open. I don't know if that's the terminology you use. Yes, slam shut, doesn't it? It'll it'll throw itself throw itself open, Tony. The transfer window. Um, 
I know we can't really do too much, but what a priority business should Michael and his and his boys look at? I would have thought he'll be looking for some fox in the box kind of goal getter. Um, or if not, Fox and Fox in the Box is exactly the opposite of what I mean. What I mean is 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 a a, a forward player who can create chances for himself, a la yeah. just a Tyrese Campbell clone, um, which obviously they're easily picked up for no money. What type of animal are those? <laughs> a gazelle. I was gonna say something like yeah, something fast that runs fast like a gazelle, but I Bright. I don't know. If- Always thinking, yeah. Aware. Although I don't know how how bright gazelles are. I only thought of gazelle because of the trainers, because somebody was talking about the trainers okay. earlier. So, so it was the first thing that came to my head, and I thought I'd go with speed of response rather about than the, quality. <laughs> what about the right back position? Is that a interesting one for you? I I am so right. Let me talk to you about that because mm. I find it so. I I still don't understand why Tom Edwards was allowed to go out on loan. We only kept Tom Tommy Smith and we have no intention of playing the clone Moritz Bauer. <laughs> like, so yeah. what's what is such the right back positions really we I know that Nathan Collins has 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 filled in there but That's the thing. Nathan Collins is our best right back but he's not his natural position. But saying that when he, he He's definitely our best option there, I think, personally. Um odd. Odd, isn't it? Tommy but he's Smith, also very good he's also very good at being a centre back. Yeah, I mean I'd argue you could play him in the middle further up as well, probably, and he'd be ace. Yeah. He's just he's like he's good at everything, pretty much. Um <coughs> I think Tommy Smith has had some alright games and some poor games for us and it is weird that Tom Edwards went, but I, I seem to remember that he said, "Can I go and play first team football, please?" Which and is he fair. said, "Yes." Absolutely. Which, yeah, yes. You want you want people to want to play, so I suppose that's that's a positive in his book as well. Um, I, I I don't know what's going on with Bauer. It's a shame, really, because he's yeah, he he was because he because he's the main character of <laughs> one of the main characters of our radio drama. <laughs> Is he? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, uh, no, I thought I thought they were all fictional, and any resemblance to people real is, or is purely coincidence. Yeah, coincidence. That is true. Coincidence. Is true. Yeah. Um, no. Yeah. I, I I don't know why he's not. There's obviously a reason that he's not playing. I don't I, like. He was never bad. It was obviously a, a question of attitude or money or desire or something. And he was obviously. Just, it's obviously been decided he's just not an option. I, yeah, and well, like I kind of because O'Neill came in and was kind of like he only players who he sees with a future here. Is he mm. going to like invest the time in, and that's fine. But at some point, you have to realise that we've given this player a multi-year deal, and he's getting paid a lot of money. And surely, like, at what point do you re- try and rehabilitate them and bring them back in from the coal? Because I'm not saying that Moritz Power should be playing, but it just seems like a waste of resources when we are. If it, it feels it, like he, he unless, should be on unless, the bench at least, occasionally. Unless you just, Unless, like, it's literally Moritz Bauer's, like... And this is just casting aspersions, isn't it? But unless he's just totally like, no, nah, I'm not playing. Mm. 
But oh, then why would he? He wouldn't turn up for the twenty under twenty. Exactly. Yeah, he's, he's a he's a regular fixture and goal scorer I, for the twenty three, isn't he? I'd love to know what's happening behind the scenes. I'd love to know what's happening with the likes of Kevin Vimmer. And look, because again, these are <laughs> players on lots of money. Who it's kind of like record just, record transfers. Yeah, almost. like surely, sh- like again, it's not that I I'm desperate to see them. It's just. We're kind of like don't have that many players, and yeah. like I just I don't know. You'd expect them to at least be mentioned, but like they're not even mentioned apart from oh oh well they've they've suddenly turned up in an under twenty threes game. What's that about? I it's wonder so odd. if we'll see them in the early rounds of the FA Cup because no, the I... the League Cup would have been the place to have them at least on the bench, just in case. Like, but obviously the League Cup all happened in two weeks in September or whatever, and then the only game we've had since we got all our injuries is Tottenham the other day. So I, I wonder if there'll be a mix of you. I mean, Kevin Vimmer particularly was Spurs' great hope. Yeah. Who's yeah an immense amount of money because he was like one of the most promising centre back prospects in Europe. And he played a few games and then just disappeared, got stuck down a hole or something like. You, I mean, I am. I imagine that the behind the scenes people are just have just been trying like crazy every window to just find someone who will take them, and no one's taking them. But I don't know. It. I. I again, I just would love to. I'd love it. To be known, just what's going on there, and we'll never find out because no. that's just behind the closed doors. You know, but... we should ask. <laughs> Who? I was going to say Sammy Bancora. <laughs> <laughs> mm, niche. Oh man, very good, very good. Yeah, but yeah, odd, I, odd I share your curiosity. It would be, oh, I, I want to know gossip, even if it's not true. <laughs> yeah. No. I... Yeah, yeah. But I just want just good things for everyone. I just want them to be happy and ideally playing really yeah. well for us or somebody else or whatever. Just, just... well, Moritz Bauer obviously went to Celtic and mm. didn't do too well, well there. He did okay, didn't he? But then they had their amazing seventeen-year-old right back who they blooded and he played really well. So he just stopped getting in the team. Oh right, who's been? I forgot his name. He shares a name with some other famous footballers, and I can't. Oh, that's going to kill me. Um, I should I should I know more know. about Scottish football, but I, it's so I tedious for top two tides. Um, See, I can't think because I also have a, a Celtic save on Football Manager Twenty, and <laughs> yeah. and I get confused between who's real and who's the uh, regen footballers who are in my Celtic side. Yeah, um, in the it year twenty twenty six, it's it is almost impossible. Um, yeah. To tell apart real life, and particularly this year, where everything's on the well, same yeah. monitor, that you and you <laughs> sat in the same chair. Yeah, yeah, no, you are. You're absolutely right. Sorry, like just this football's just not real anymore. It's just <laughs> no. not real. In some ways, that's better. In some ways, it is. Do you want a question? Uh, I do, especially if that question is. Oh damn it! Is who is that right back I was talking about? Yeah, who Frimpong. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Okay. It hasn't got his sec- his first name and I can't remember it, so I've in fact but, made that but worse. But it's him. But yeah, it's 
16, 17 year old sensational right back who just dropped in for a half or something when Morris Bale went off injured or something and then never relinquished that spot. I if think I, Google, I might have misremembered that. What is Moritz Bauer up to? What does it come back with? It feels like that should be a, an Earl in itself. And that some what is. Oh, there was. Hang on, hang on. Footballleagueworld.co.uk in October. Put, Flight what is the current. World, did you say? What, yes. What is the current situation with Moritz Bauer? One of the challenges that faces Michael O'Neill when he took over Stoke was the va- num- to move on the vast number of high earners in the squad. And on the whole, he's done a very good job doing that, with Jack Butland, the latest senior figure from the Potters' Premier League days, to secure a move away. However, one man remains at the Bet365 Stadium. It's Moritz Bauer. The right wing back initially... No, not w- wing back at all. The right back initially impressed in the top flight after joining from Ruben Kazan, but couldn't prevent the team from being relegated... No, he couldn't. He had a loan to Celtic. Um, let me see. No. Okay, so this told me nothing. It literally just says no. that they're hoping for a buyer. That's stupid. Oh, yeah, okay. Did Can you remember when he signed and they asked him if he tried oatcakes yet? Oh, God. Can we remember what his answer was? Because maybe that's what it is. Maybe he said, yes, I didn't like them or something and therefore has been bombed out of town. Despite Maybe. being a competent footballer and apparently nice well, bloke. He was good. He was very good. Well, I say very good. He wasn't very good. He was good-ish at going forward. Not necessarily mm. good at the defensive. He was just very fast, I seem to think. But I, just, no, I, I just remember liking him, but it's me. And I might have just well, thought I he was did. a nice person. And that would and have they, coloured my view. And the club announced it and they did like a 24 parody. Oh yeah, for obviously. his announcement. Yeah, and unnecessary. God, that, yeah. like that relegate that the latter half of that relegation season's really like dark end stuff. Paul <laughs> Lambert is Paul Lambert was manager, like, and there were people who thought we should get. Oh no, we should have given him a chance. No, we shouldn't have. He was horrid. It's, it's it was a horrid the, time. I, he was nice and lovely. I'm yeah, sure. I wanted it to work for him because I immediately liked him because I remember him playing for Celtic and Scotland in 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 nicer times. Um, but when Graham Potter had applied and we said no, exactly. Oh and you God. and like all every, every single slightly highbrow was- sports website and. Every single journalist had done an article about Graham Potter by that point and how great he was and how he was clearly going to take whatever league he went to next by storm. And what then I will did. say, but what I will say is, I don't think Graham Potter would have saved that squad because I think there was too many just rogue elements in that squad that would have just been not maybe too much for him, but I just think that the squad was doomed anyway, and uh, I don't know what it would have took to to save us. Barring Tony Pulis returning, <laughs> who someone who literally would have headbutted them. Um, yeah. I, it could have been Nathan Jones style. Like, yeah, this person yeah, exactly. has some of the right answers, just not for us. Whereas I think if Maybe. we and and Graham Potter is like obviously doing decent enough, but he I think give him give him a club where it's like fertile ground to to build, and that mm. could have been better. But oh, well, look at us now. Yeah, we've look done at right. us. We're no. okay. I'm not. I'm not. We, we had a couple of years off, sad. but we're we're all right again now. We have Tony. <laughs> let's let's round. Um, we've rambled for half an hour, oh, and yeah. it's kind of just. Let's let's do some quick questions for you. Yay, Tony. 
Who has been your player of the year 2020? <laughs> uh, he's fast. He's got good feet. Uh, he's one of the best players I've seen in a Stoke shirt. Probably is Tyrese Campbell. You didn't expect that. Yeah. No, I, I, no, I, mean, I, I did. Yeah. I expected you to take this wholly seriously. <laughs> if <honest. laughs> Well, to be fair, I, I had sort of, I had to put a few notes about for the for these answers, assuming that we would have other people as well who could do the serious answers and leave me yeah, to say yeah, Josh yeah. Tymon for each one. Well, um, but, well, this is the problem. It was originally going to be like a full house today, but then, yeah. oh, but then everyone else is, I don't know, busy stricken. With- I don't know. What do you think Tom and Dave are doing? What do we think about it? Um, well, Tom will be looking at his pictures of Nick Powell. Yep, yep. And Dave will be preparing for a busy work week in two weeks' time, probably. Probably. That's yeah, true. Probably just busy. I mean, looking at pictures I mean, of Nick yeah. Powell is strenuous work. True. That's very true. <laughs> And I and I wish them all the well, all the best doing that. <laughs> yes. Tony, what's been your game of the year, twenty twenty? Okay, now I'm thinking back to the fifteenth of August. Are you remembering? Um, I realise it feels like a lifetime ago, all those four months back. Um, but that's right. It's our pre-season demolition of Linfield at Windsor Park, where we <laughs> thoroughly humbled them one nil, thanks to a Josh Tymon strike in the first half. Um, <laughs> If it absolutely had to be a competitive fixture, then it would be... I'm sure I've given this answer twice before in the last couple of months to similar questions. Uh, when we beat Forest 4-1. Um, yes! When it was one all on 70 minutes and then Josh Time and Tyrese Campbell came on and just ran at them and did stuff and we won 4-1. And we all we, we don't beat Forest very often and I love beating Forest and I hope we do it again in a few days' time. Oh, God. Yeah. See? Oh, God. Oh, just I don't like playing Forest. No, mainly because it feels like that there's something at stake, even when there isn't. Yeah. Do you um, know what I mean? Yeah. Though. Oh God, we're playing. We're playing again in two days. Yay! Why is there so much football? I was like, oh, this is the last. Oh, there's no more games before New Year. No, there's one in two days. <laughs> How does, oh, there's too much football. But if, Tony, if we win it 4-1, then who has, that's fine. This is true. Uh, yeah, I, it, it's, at, it's at home as well, so you yeah. never know. Tony, who's been your signing of 2020? I was going to say James Chester because he's grown on me and also because we've signed him twice in 2020. <laughs> Once when Dave did that song and then again a few months later. So that kind of counts double. But I think Stephen Fletcher's the right answer. That is a yes. I yeah, Stephen Fletcher is definitely he's been the surprise package, hasn't he? Because he's I don't know, he's just been good. Hmm. Oh God, Tony, this is easy. Best young player. Is it easy? It is. Easy. I mean, it's one from seven, probably. It is. What that's. I've do you got, know what? I've gone yeah. with I've gone with Bursic. Okay. Partly because okay. no, I've already fair. I've already done Campbell, which is fine, um, and there's no point naming him twice. But I I think he he came in and looked like a young goalkeeper for two games, and then he's just improved every single game. And yeah. there's been some questions and discussion as to does he stay number one when one of the grown ups is fit, but. 
I I think you keep you keep him there. <laughs> the I say that with respect. Um, but yeah, it's he's he's just got better every single game. Yeah, we've seen him, including yep. he obviously he had the midweek off against Tottenham because he was selfishly cup tied. But again, he came in after having not played for a whole week, which is yeah. unbelievable, and just looked <laughs> just looked really good. I've never seen a goalkeeper that quick off their line and then yeah. making good decisions about when to do that and good decisions what to do when they get there. Which not so much for the first couple of games, but he's just. I was talking to a mate who's a Donny Rovers fan about it because he was asking like on Wednesday he was like I didn't realise you had Andy Lonergan why is he not being playing when you've got surely he's better than Bursic and I was I was saying like Bursic's arguably our best goalkeeper and we were already blessed he's um, yeah he's I don't know he's he's just I, I feel confident in his ability if that makes sense yeah like like at no point do I feel like oh god it's it's shaky with him. There was I mean Andy Lonergan obviously did well against Spurs, mm. but there was a few things early on where there was a few like balls that he came for that seemed a little bit. It was clearly the I've never played with you before. What like miscommunications? It was clearly that. Yeah. But it was kind of like I was like oh god I wish oh I wish Bursic was playing and it's kind of oh I wish our twenty year old child was playing in goal. <laughs> It's ridiculous. It is. How much of our team is made up of literal children is just crazy. It is. Um, But exciting. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's why, again, and I hate to sound like not passionate about it, but that's kind of why I'm just a little bit like, I trust the I trust the process. I think. Mm. Like I'm I'm more than happy to have weeks like this where we've it's been boring nil nil. But we're seeing gradual improvements, mm. and uh, yeah, it's it's all about the it's all about the the desk. No, it's all about the. Is it no? What am I trying to say, Tony? It's, it's all it's all about the journey. Yes. No. 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 The the real the real title winning trophy is the, the twenty friend. to twenty two year old friends we made along the way. The, the real. Oh, uh, in God, a footballing context, pod- it doesn't sound as weird. This podcast, man, it's just. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we assume that some of them are going to go because they're too good, which is yes. a shame. But I also, if that. we can keep this group of really young, early twenties players playing together, that's that's what like that's the dream. Imagine having yes. a team of young, exciting players all gradually getting better together with each other and most of them sticking around and then getting promoted with an average age of like 23 or something and Josh Tymon being part of that somehow and <laughs> and it's just brilliant yeah like you're right you're right it is just I'm, yeah I'm happy to just coast and accept these results because things are just yeah we're seeing seeing the green shoots <laughs> back to <laughs> last year. Yeah, the oh, green God. shoots have grown in little sprout people, little footballers. Little sprout, yeah, little sprout people. Yeah, little people made us made us sprouts. Poddington players. No, no. Okay, that's uh, a bridge too far. What was the next question? 
Why Why are we doing this podcast was my next question. <laughs> no, because it's loads I, of fun. It is I assume of, that comes is. across. I hope it's also it okay does. to listen to. I... No, I, I have no idea. I'm only doing. Uh, to be honest, Tony, I'm doing this for for our benefit and no one else's mm. right now. Uh, I think Tony, that comes who, across. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Incidentally, I just want to point that out because I don't. I, I think in the quiz last year, last year, oh. last week, it kind of went. You know, you know, my bonus questions that were all about uh, Leonid Brezhnev. Yes. It was a play on a Monty Python sketch. Oh. Where. And 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 I feel like I feel like that was it was too ob- obtuse, of, because so it's the Monty Python sketch where they have all famous figures from communist history on, and it's like <laughs> they they present it as this really serious thing. They've got they've got Lenin, they've got Karl Marx, Che Guevara, Mao Zedong's there. Yes, it's like, I don't right. Want. Got everyone here, and then it's like right. Question one to you, Karl Marx. Who won the cup final in 1952? Yeah, yeah. So it was a reverse on that. Sorry, it was a lovely Michael Palin crossover to the, um, you know, the Ianucci film that I've Death of Stalin as well. So it fits lovely because he was definitely uh, yes, I do remember that, and I should have. It's all right. Given it extra credit at the time, but I was too busy being ashamed of not knowing the answers to the questions. Uh, It's fine. I'm just sorry for for. I don't know. It was a highlight podcast. Tony, who's been your best old player? Twenty-eight plus. I should say all these questions came from Alex Ward on Twitter. Who? Thank you for providing us with literally a show format for today. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> no, seriously, thank you because these are also good questions as well. Um, best, especially uh, saying that being over twenty-eight is old. That's really delightful. <laughs> uh, no, I again, I'd assume Tom would be here, um, but. Regardless, I I didn't want to forget what a revelation this player was when he came into the side last season, although we haven't seen that much of him recently, Um, which feels like half a season ago, but because 2020. But Adam Adam Davies, um, I think, revolutionised how we look at goalkeepers because he was good at goalkeeping. And we got used to that not being a thing. And it was, I mean, he was really, I mean, he was really good. And the weird thing is, I don't know when we'll see him again. Because, as we just no, said. I have, I have no idea, like, literally no idea when he could be back or anything. That's no. The... But also, Bursic, I can't I can't see a reason to drop Bursic unless he has a severe dose of a Jack Butlins or hurts himself. Or both. Um, but also, probably Nick Powell as a festive treat for Tom. Or James McLean, who's actually like over thirty, um, for the same reason. I mean, and James McLean was our player of the season last season, so Correct. I know that that yeah. was that was like sixty years ago or something. Times but, move pretty um, fast. Yeah, yeah, no, and it does because <laughs> he certainly hasn't been as trusted this season. It's it's odd. It has been odd. It has been very. Yeah, gosh, yeah. Um, Alex. Um, what did you What did you say, Alex? I can't remember. Alex actually went for Stephen Fletcher as the best old player, and yeah, he's been he's been decent in combining this team together. But yeah, Adam yeah. Davis is a good shout. I, th- um, I think Fletcher's a good shout, to be honest. If if he'd said over thirty instead of over twenty eight, I would have probably steered towards Fletcher instead yes. of completely forgetting him. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. <laughs> it's all fine. It's it's. Is it all fine? 
don't yeah, know. Yeah, we we're grand. We almost certainly won't get relegated. Um, yes, this is true. We're financially relatively comfortable. We're going to ignore yeah. financial fa- fair play because it, it's going to get banned because the government will realise it's mean to rich people. Um, yep, yep, yep. So that's cool. Um, we've got loads of young players. Um, I need to expand my favourites a bit in case, but mm. I'm pretty secure as we are. Um, mm. I, Maybe just adopt a different player as like a second favourite. Well, I like more than one player, it's just I like him the most. And come on, I, like, I try. Just, just... I've tried a couple of times and it just it's not the same. It's not it's not like when you just pick your football team to support and then you can change yeah. willy nilly. It's, it's well we all did that, didn't we? That. Yeah. We all did uh, that. Says me wearing a four for athletic shirt. But yeah. That's true. <clears throat> uh, I, I yeah. was trying to I was trying to work out what the badge was. Oh sorry, yeah, I'll I'll stand sorry. up and lean in. Thanks. Thanks. A good good for an audio yeah. uh, mean media again. We can screenshot um, if people really want to see. I'm, or or just Google the far far athletic badge. <laughs> yeah. Oh gosh, Tony, I honestly don't really have anything much else to say. I hope that our game against Nottingham Forest is better than the game against Coventry, because for podcasts, content-wise, I just want more to talk about. Um, yeah. But no, I I'm do you know it, it was it it's weird to have a week where we've lost one game and seen a very dull nil-nil and to not come away from it feeling absolutely dour because I don't. I feel that you just got to trust this process as it goes along. I know that there are people who do not, and who are who are not happy with it, but maybe, maybe I'm just trying to be patient because the last two years have been absolutely God, three years even, have been absolutely killer. Yeah, I mean um, it's not that long ago we would have been very pleased with one point from two games especially when one of them was against Spurs Um, and we couldn't have had any points out of that either because it was a cup game but yeah no you it's all good I've got two things of of sort of housekeeping things do it Um, one is to send our love to Ash Sarka for retweeting our food bank campaign (laughs) uh, before the Spurs Cup tie that was lovely and also have you seen uh, Topher has done the draw for the exciting special poster oh no I haven't well I can exclusively reveal uh, congrats to Brigitte for winning yeah. the special Michael O'Neill Stoke Detective poster. Yeah, and thanks to Topher for doing the draw because my socialist heart could not cope with other people not getting to win it. No, and I, like, no. the more I thought about it, the more worried I was. Um, but yeah, well done, <laughs> and thank you ever so much for everyone's donations yet again. Because wow, what a year! Well done, everyone. Yeah, well done, and yeah, like yeah, let's let's, oh, let's end it on positivity, like. I, I don't think we're going to push any more Christmas fundraising stuff. The, it's still open at the moment if anyone wants to make last-minute donations, mm-hmm. but I think as of as Christmas is now over, the Christmas appeal is done. Um, and as such, like we are... Um, I don't know how much it will be, including gift aid, but if I just oh, log yeah. on to the Just Giving now... Some like on amount. just It's £5,266. Oh. Ca- count into the fact that Dave, there is several hundred pounds worth of gift aid in there as well like that is which goes on top of that that's not which including goes on the top gift of aid yeah no that is not included yeah we don't see the gift aid the food bank see the gift aid um that's awesome that is so, like 
I just, oh, 223 supporters of this this year. I I don't I don't think we'll beat it ever. And <laughs> like, but I'm so. It's just so proud to like how you people who've donated as like contemporaries and colleagues and not colleagues. Well, some actually no, one of you is my colleague because I know one person from work donated. Um, oh. Just like you've all been, it's just so lovely. Like really is lovely. Um, and again, having spoken to the food bank themselves, the the stuff they've been able to do with this money because you don't realise just how far that amount stretches in an organization like the food bank it is um ah oh, just just so awesome like genuinely we have provided a lot of christmas meals and food for people over this period of time loads just loads because <laughs> it's a lot of money it's just incredible it's a big shop yeah it's a really big shop yeah, yeah. it's a, it's a ama- i mean it's amazing it's lovely. Yeah. It's just like that'll do, hippo. That'll do. Good job. Oh, Tony, have you got any other additional business you want to talk through? I think I've probably rambled enough about silliness. Uh, lovely to see you, though. Um, yes, and you. I hope everybody listening had a lovely festive period, or a survivable festive period, or just a mm. glad to be got through it, or whatever. I just hope all is well with everybody and have a, yeah. a nice new year. And all that. Definitely, definitely. It's been as as rubbish as 2020 has been to end it uh, with such a wonderful donation to the food bank and to end it by being able to chat to you, Tony, on this podcast. It's yeah. nice. It's very nice. It's one of the... Genuinely, like, from... Uh, your listeners, you can get involved in this conversation with me as well, if you like. But, like, having the regular things to do during lockdown especially when you are stuck working from home and you don't go many places apart from like the shop or something um having a regular chat even if it's via zoom um it's good it's nice to have such regular things i find that listening to podcasts regularly has has given me some sense of routine and so Firstly, thank you, Tony and the others who talk to me on a weekly basis and make me feel quite happy to have this routine. And if this podcast has been decent and given people something to look forward to going into the week, then that's great as well. So I hope, I just hope we're doing nice things, you know. Yeah. I'm rambling now, Tony. I'm rambling. No, but lovely These rambling. Is, and like, much appreciated your efforts and organisational talent as well, and 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 being sort of in charge no, since Steph, you, since Dave stepped back a bit as well. It's, you, it's, a you, lot of the emotional labour has fallen to you, and I, I for one appreciate that. Um, you, you but say it's that, always Tony. lovely. You say that, Tony, on the back of this episode where it's very rather very clear that it was. All plans went out the window as soon as we lost two people who were going to come on and talk to us. Chris, two of us turned up at the same time and recorded a podcast. If that isn't organisational success, you're measuring it wrong. Good point. Very good point. (laughs) And And on that note then, Tony, I will say to you, the listener, I hope you have a very nice week. I hope you have a very nice New Year's Eve, whatever that's going to look like. Um... We'll see you, I guess, in 2021 because we're not going to do a podcast after the uh, the four unless we. If unless we win four one and Josh time and scores, I'll do one. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we, we you never. You, I mean, you can never discount an emergency pod. But chances are, we will see you in the year 2021. So I will say, Happy New Year to you all. Thank you so much for your support during this year. Um, we'll be back next year, hopefully with more of a show plan than this episode, anyway. But uh, thank you, Tony. Thank you very much. Thank you, you, for listening. As always, go on the Stoke City Football Club. So Patreon episode, yeah. <laughs> Patreon. Hooray! Extra Wizards of Drivel content for only 86 pence per month. And if that's too much, blame the government. Because $1 was about 75p a week ago. But anyway, uh, your $1 a month gets you access to hot content on the Wizards of Drivel like this. I'm joined by Alfie Potts Harmer, author of England's Greatest Defender. So, Dirk Copeland from uh, Blackburn Rover Seas, uh, thank you for joining me. Joining me is Ollie Dawes from Deepdale Digest. Hello and welcome to the Stoke City Years, a podcast series that reviews the history of Stoke City season by season. What else was happening around the world in 1891? I'm so glad you asked. (laughs) Boundless enthusiasm. Hello and welcome to the Wizards of Drivel podcast. I'm joined by Tom Thrower. Evening, everyone. And unquestionable sobriety. I thought Josh Tymon was really good. <laughs> Tony, we've all had a bit to drink. Transfer deadline day with signed James Chester. <laughs> if Gary Rowett was a US president, what president would he be? Jimmy Carter. But people have signed up to the Patreon where we are actually semi-comprehensible from time to time. Once. So, if you want to keep this thing happening, patreon.com forward slash wizards of drivel, we're all very, very poor people. Four years I've been on this podcast, I've gradually grown it to a place when it was a completely <laughs> unlistenable mess using, you know, free, copyright free music. Microphones didn't work, it was barely audible, and yet people persisted with it. <laughs> to a point, we've interviewed Ricardo Fuller, we've interviewed Liam Lawrence, we've interviewed Leon Court, we've interviewed Gordon Banks, we've interviewed Terry Conroy. We've had like experts on from other clubs. We've had like football finance experts mm. and people like John McKenzie and like uh, the not the top twenty pod guys. I'm amazed at the people who actually say I listen to the Wizards of Dribble podcast. And yet, not two minutes ago, <laughs> Chris Brammer just used the phrase, "It's a good oven." <laughs> Patreon.com/slash Wizards of Dribble. It's a shame with a ne'er-do-wells of a cynical new age. Nerve is easier if it pleases you, so we'll let it all slip away. Hang on, hang on. Uh, notification on my neighbourhood Facebook group. What is all that racket? <laughs>